0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's
1: up, y'all? It's Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show on Social Suplex Podcast Network. You're listening. Listener discretion is advised at all times.
2: Hello and thank you once again for downloading and listening to another episode of the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. My name is Clive, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Ricky. Good evening, sir. How are you?
1: Good evening. I'm all right. Yourself?
2: I'm sounding a hell of a lot better than your hay fever-ridden self.
1: Yep. Fucking hay fever. It's getting worse and worse.
2: It will be because of the metre high grass that's been cut, that's why it will be so bad. (laughs) So, it's a a special occasion for us on the podcast tonight, Ricky. Is it? We've got someone returning to the roster (laughs) after a a multi-year hiatus. (laughs) Barry, Bazdi, welcome back to the show, how are you?
0: I'm doing very well, guys, thanks for having me back. It's been a while, but... A lot of change in that time, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly <laughs> two years, is its it, so it been than two years? Roughly about. It's, it's the
2: OG the crew. was changed. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get JR back for the the OG crew.
0: <laughs>
2: so, we had said last week on the show that we're going to take things a bit less seriously. Uh, obviously, basically, a day or two later after the last week's podcast came out, that kind of went out the window as far as content for this week's concerned. The whole um, speaking out movement that's on Twitter, a lot of wrestlers predominantly like, alarmingly predominantly in the UK wrestling scene a lot of them to do with NXT UK as well um, have been outed for various forms of abuse, whether it's grooming online via Snapchat, Facebook um, inappropriate Actions at um, after parties, you name it. Um, assault, rape. A lot, a lot, of shit, a lot of shit has hit the fan over the last few days, and um, don't really know what to say about it. Has anyone got any any sort of thoughts?
1: Um. Uh,
2: it's just bonkers, bonkersly bad.
1: Alarmingly. A lot of them were associated with one company, and that one company just so happens to be on our doorstep.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, I think we've long, long said that there will be no Joe Coffee slander. Like I think if people you ask people who's our favourite wrestler, most people are going to say it's Joe Coffee.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So when you hear things like what he's apparently done. And his silence is fucking deafening at this moment in time. Um well, a certain case he just kinda hit home, hit a harder. Um and like you say, like they vary. They vary from just people being general kind of sex pests to full on rape allegations to grooming just to people being pedophiles. Um quite shocking and disturbing and quite frankly like Mark Dallas is a fucking cunt (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry right this is a guy who's owner of ICW and by all accounts by what people are saying he is watching this happen and letting it happen but not only watching it happen he seemingly seems to be involved in it as well
2: well it's one of those ones. It's not just on our doorstep because you've got the likes of Progress, um, Rev Pro. There's all up and down the country. There's bad.
1: I I was just meaning like several like high higher profile guys or like people mm-hmm. that we really like are from the company that's on our doorstep. Uh-huh.
2: And Barry, you had actually said to me last night, it might be a bit dodgy to just start flinging names about the place, and I I do get that. I can I see where you're coming from, but. Mm-hmm. One thing we we can say as a fact is that ICW have been very, very quiet with all this going on and a lot of the people that have come through ICW's doors have been implicated and there's hardly any statements being made there's a blanket statement about trainers or mentors or mental health first aiders coming in but um, their silence, as Ricky said is deafening
0: Practice what you preach Sorry (coughs) Barry I... um... It's never a company I've had any sort of affiliation or bothered with, to be honest with you. I don't know why, even though, because as you said, it was on our doorstep and stuff, but I just never really gouged an interest in it at all. Not that it makes it any better than to do anything like that, you know. But at the same time, I'm quite surprised this is probably, this sounds a bit strange, but it's probably the first time that something like this has come out in a big company like this. And The rest of the industry just seems like something that you might have heard about before now. And so God knows how long this sort of stuff has been going on. Um, I know there was a couple of daft rumours about Vince, but I'm sure he's had plenty of things from his way in the past as well. Um, during the sort of whole Diva time, he was up to no good then as well, but that's uh, Vince McMahon for you. But, no, I've never been a huge fan of ICW anyway, but um, still terrible for that to down. Um, down. As you said, it's not just ICW anyway, so the fact it's happening uh, in a sport that we, we all love is... is um, Disgraceful to be honest with you. I think um, mm. say
1: that it's not nothing like this has come out in the past to this scale. Um, mm-hmm. and I yeah. think for me like like it says I I completely agree that we've just got to be careful that we don't start like Uh, Like trial by social media kind of thing and as soon as someone's accused of something we automatically assume they've done it because there's been countless times where that's been proven wrong like there was a Trent Seven story um, floating around as well and it's like where apparently girls were underage and they were Trent was buying them drinks but it turns out they were actually over the age of 16 but not, so they must have been 16 or 17 so yes, technically over the legal age over here to have sex, but not old enough to drink, so the, the story goes, he stopped buying him alcohol, Says when he found out their age, and then, some woman came in, to prevent them from having sex, and she had sex with Trent, and got him that, she got him that drunk, that she had sex with him, and it was weird, because it turns out, like the girls, then came out and says, no, no, we were actively trying to hook up with him as well, so it's not like we were being, like, led astray, or he was trying to groom us, or anything, it's just, so there's different things in the Tyler Bates story to me as well. I think we need to remember Tyler Bates is like 23, 24, and I talked about it from a couple of years ago. So like, this is a guy who's single and basically just wants to shag and fuck it and is moving. So I think I think <laughs> the other thing was that maybe someone was in a relationship and was trying to hook up there. But I mean, if that's if we're going to if we're going to um, like put someone up and like put in um, in like hang them based on that, like I think. Half the population out there have probably done stupid shit like that. Um, and like I said, some people have come out and denied it. Like Jordan Devlin came out with a really strong statement. Um, and I don't Matt know Riddle. if it's just because Matt Riddle as well. And I don't know if it's just because Jordan Devlin's one of my favourites where I'm like, I kind of believe that maybe he didn't do it or maybe, I don't know. Because I think if you would look at it, uh, session Moth and Jordan everyone said we were really really close and she liked and retweeted his state as denial and uh-huh. I'm like do you know what like like you have come out with stories saying people have done stuff to you and this is your close friend and I feel like well maybe there is a bit of truth to what he's saying but like I said I think we do need to be wary where like we now just decide everyone who's got stories about is guilty we kind of need to see how it plays out but I think at the same time, we can't turn around and say about the the alleged victims that you're lying. Like, you know, that's just not the way it works. Because I think, um, like, if I, for instance, if I come out to you two and be like, look, I hooked up with this girl and she's dead easy, blah, 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 and we've done this and that, blah, blah, blah. Like, you would turn around and be like, oh, brilliant, excellent, excellent. But if that same girl come out and say something like, by the way, Ricky done this and done this to me, you would be like, no, I don't think he did kind of thing. So I think there's still that perception that, some women are easy and if a guy hooks up with women, it's great but if it's the other way around and a woman says something about a guy negatively like we're kind of quick to be like know you're lying um, but I think no matter what like I know I'm growing a bit but I think there's a lot of truth to it because a lot of different people are coming out and saying a lot of different things and like I said a lot of the people who have been accused have come out and admitted to some of it Why did that page get shut down on Twitter then I saw something,
0: I saw that Exposed Wrestling,
1: I saw that that someone saying, well, maybe they're just posting up a lot of bullshit at times, but at the same time, Mm -hmm. someone did say that, I don't know if it was Police Scotland or if it was West Yorkshire Scotland, uh, US Yorkshire Police, basically saying that, look, if you continue spreading stuff online and talking about these cases and releasing more information on them, like, we can't do anything and you've got to stop talking about them, just like a normal case, but I don't know. Mm -hmm.
2: What I find quite sickening is, yes, by law of averages, there is a chance that some of these aren't real. And like you said, Session Moth liked Jordan Devlin's statement of innocence. And I can't remember who it was. Someone had tweeted, this has to stop, we need to do better. And I saw for a split second... I'm pretty sure that Wolfgang had liked it, and he's been implicated in something that sounds just basically flat yes. out paedophilia. With taking pictures at school gates and stuff like that, again, alleged. So it's just
1: and no denial,
2: no denial, yeah, know, no nothing. I know.
1: It's, I know some people will be like, well, maybe their lawyer, maybe their lawyers are telling me to be quiet. M- might be true, but I don't know. Like the silence, like I said, is definite at this moment in time. But so when you go because.
2: Progress, they've made an arse of it on Twitter at the start of oh, this all, yeah. but they are actively giving updates on their staff turnover and new roles that have been made. ICW yeah. have done a couple of tweets, and then a th- three or four of their wrestlers, I mean, that kid fight made an absolute arse of himself, saying, He who cast it, he who without sin cast the first stone, or something like that. It's like,
1: yep,
2: yeah. it would appear.
1: He came out with a statement and basically tried to excuse his behaviour by saying it was mental health. And and again, I think that's another touchy subject. Like at the end of the day, like especially given like how we've all kind of been locked up in our houses for so long, that mental health is a big thing. Oh yes. And I don't know. Like maybe it's just because he's been accused of this that we're now going to be like, "Well, you're using mental health as an excuse." maybe is maybe isn't i don't know but his statement was a fucking joke as well um travis Banks' statement as well like i'm sorry right you have literally just you you've you were your own judge jury and executioner with that statement alone that statement alone convicts travis banks like the police should be acting on that now because because yes Millie Mackenzie Millie was over the age of 16, what was she, 17? But if you go on to gov.uk, you will see that someone who is in a position of power over someone who is younger than 18, it is classed as basically, I don't know if it was grooming or it's basically classed as um, like having sex or relationships with a minor. So he was, so you are talking about, like, teachers and stuff. But so he was technically a teacher or, like, her, her boss or her trainer, etc. So he falls under that and he openly admits having a relationship while well, she was 17. Well, mate, when she was 17, you were her trainer and you held a position of power over her. Yeah. So therefore, you have just openly admitted I was having sex, I was having a sexual relationship with someone who is classed as a minor. Or like I, say, I don't know if it should be classed a I mean or she'll be class a vulnerable victim, I'm not entirely sure. But either way, it is against the law and illegal what he'd done. Now, if he was a random 31 year old or 32 or whatever he was at the time when she was seventeen, it's kind of creepy and disgusting. You'd be like, mate, you know, she's half your age. But at the end of the day, it wouldn't be illegal. Mm-hmm. But what he'd done was illegal. And that's fact.
2: Barry's had to step away for a second there but I'll jump in see the legality side of things Okay, there is this thing about age of consent in the UK and you've just alluded to the position of trust but see at the end of the day I don't know if this is just me right see if I'm in my mid-twenties and I've got 15, 16, 17 year old girls that are training (laughs) Or boys, there's been a few guys that have had, um, I'd saw recently as well actually that Keith Lee had possibly been sort of roofied.
1: Yes, I read that not long ago, a couple
2: of years ago. At the end of the day, you can talk about legalities, you can talk about positions of trust, but these are young people that are being preyed upon. Yep. And a lot of these people, so the ones that we can comfortably talk about are those that have come out and admitted things or they've been flat out sacked, like the likes of Jack Gallagher, which was done. See, in comparison to Velveteen Dream, Matt Riddle, Trent Seven, all these guys, Jack Gallagher was dealt with swiftly. The
1: the Jack Gallagher one, I don't want to say, it like, you know, they had ulterior motives, but to me, it was just it probably screamed off well you've given us an excuse to get rid of you kind of thing we don't really need you we didn't really want you or need you anyway so here we go get rid of you maybe the Matt Riddle one he's come out straight away denying it Velveteen Dream now this is a. Th- what is this like the second or third time in like the last six or seven months it's come out mm-hmm. um, that's worrying you know, like it's horrifying some of the stuff that he was saying well, again allegedly say, like I would I say allegedly we saw the screenshots and stuff Uh just fucking horrifying. The Trent Seven story that's come out as well in the last few hours. That basically he had sex, or well, can't say sex, but apparently raped someone who was basically paralytically drunk and capable of saying yes or no. I hope that's not true, because he is one of our favourites.
2: Mm-hmm. I know that he
1: also came out very early on though, and made made a very short and simple and effective statement. like, "I deny everything that's been said about me, and I will be." Looking to press charges uh, for assassination of character or something and then signed it off with his actual real name. Just kept it short and simple. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I think,
2: Toronto, one of the things that bothers me okay, these are wrestling characters, but a lot of them, especially in the indie scene, are portraying what we believe with their real selves. And these people are idolised um, based on false pretenses. You've got Joey Ryan, everyone thinks he's. He's just in it for the shits and giggles, but he's up to no good in a bad way. And then you've got the links to David Starr. This guy. We
1: will talk about David Starr shortly.
2: Right. Okay. We'll talk about him shortly then.
1: Oh yes.
2: The people like Joy Ryan. It's just these people have been uh, idolised, false pretences, and there's a lot. I know Kyle from Outsiders Edge. He's a big fan of Joey Ryan and he's like devastated that he could be in a position of trust and just abuse it in such a fashion there's so many of them to name that like, there's probably a few that are obvious that we've missed and it's not a case of favouritism, it's not a case of I'm not going to speak about such and such because they're my faves because you know we've basically I mean I'm happy to say seven ties with ICW based purely on their lack of action Public action. Listen,
1: listen. sorry to cut you off to continue. Listen, you don't need to sever your ties with ICW because ICW could be fucked after this.
2: Yeah. NXT UK could be fucked after this. And if if I don't see WWE take appropriate action, I feel as if they are, at least legally, because Jack Gallagher's gone, Matt Riddle has got an ongoing court case. There's still a few names and like this UK side of things is far too dodgy there's far too many that Liguero seems like a monster just uh... he's
1: just he is just a piece of shit mm-hmm. and he like I say is, I, think, I think he's deleted his Twitter and a lot of people went Kayleigh Ray went after him on Sunday I think it was Sunday mm-hmm. um, Amir Jordan as well where he was basically like you forced me to to run for four hours on a beach when I was fasting Um You know, a lot of people came after him, I think. I want to say Page or something. I don't know if it was Page, but certainly a few people came after him. Um, Talking about, like some, like we say, talking about NXT UK, for instance, like I say, the only one out of Gallus I've not heard of anything about is Mark Coffey.
2: He has also been very quiet.
1: I've not heard allegations about him, no.
2: That's fair enough.
1: Uh, But like I said, what's... (laughs) Oh, man. Look... We are massive and like I have touched on it, we are massive dual coffee mucks. hmm But you know, like see if this is true. I like you say you could be your seven ties with ICW if this is true and appropriate action isn't taken, there's a good chance the only wrestler I our watch could be shout out to keeping it strong So, could be uh, a new Japan product. Um because Like, yes, well done for Jack Gallagher. And I think we need to always remind ourselves, uh, and I want to touch on Sammy Guevara as well, but we need to remind ourselves that, look, I can't accuse Clive of something and then demand that his wife leaves him or has the police immediately arrest him and, and convict him based on what I say. Like, you have to, we have to let it play out. We have to see... What information comes out and, and what is true and what isn't true, but do you really trust a lot of these companies to turn around and do like a proper investigation and tro- and find out what actually happened? Because in my mind, the way I'm looking at it right now, Mark Dallas yes went off Twitter before it all came out. Was off Facebook etc. Right, but it's simple enough for you to reactivate it and put out your own tweet, like a tweet or a statement. Sorry, a statement from the ICW owner is more powerful than a statement released by ICW uh, Twitter account.
2: Yeah, I think it's one of the referees that runs it.
1: Yep. And, and, and the thing is, like, to me, in my mind, I'm just thinking, like, some of you are keeping quiet because you are hoping it will blow over so you can worm your way back out. If, if we don't talk about it and we don't address it, people will forget about it.
2: It's the lack of response and lack of action. When some of your like figureheads ICW over the years... Good fight, Mikey Whiplash.
1: Oh, whiplash. What
2: oh, the oh, hell? He sounds like a fucking nut job. Which was personally um, pretty, very disappointing because I've sort of admired him from afar for a number of different reasons, not just his wrestling character. Um, I've really enjoyed him, but it sounds like he's just a an animal bit yep. an animal, just like and, 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 a calculating, conniving piece of shit.
1: And he runs like a or ran, or well, like an all women's promotion based up here. Yeah, fierce um, females. but like, yep, relieved himself of all duties there. So he's owned up to some of the stuff he's been accused of. Now, I can't remember if I saw it or not, but did one of the kings of Catch, did something come out with them?
2: Lewis Gervin, uh, who's <sighs> come out and admitted admitted as such that he would. Emotionally manipulate girlfriends and saying that he's been abuse. He's he's living with his ex who is abusive and he can't leave her because she'll kill herself. And apparently he was saying this to many other different girls at the same time. And one one of the common things that I've seen, um, pretty sure Jimmy Havoc falls into this category as well. They manipulate these, wh- yeah, and they say if you break up with me or if you say something, I'm going to harm myself. That seems to be a common factor. Another common factor is their age. It's like.
1: Young, young woman,
2: man. It just seems to be so. grown and institutionalised within the whole of the scene. Like, what is wrong with these folk? Do they think it's alright to do these after parties and get the, the Snapchat details of someone? And
1: just. And, and that's what we're saying, folks. Now, it is not over here anyway right it is not illegal for me or clive to have sexual relationships with someone who's 16 years old
2: but it's fucking wrong
1: <laughs> it is it is so morally wrong like I, I couldn't look at a 16 year old and be like oh yeah like i'm gonna i'm gonna get her like like no like because she's half of age and on top of that like I don't care what people say about oh well someone's mature for their age and you know? it's a child. For fuck. It's just still a child,
2: mm-hmm.
1: still a child. You can't, if you like, see at the end of the day if you can't legally buy alcohol to me you're still a child. Mm-hmm. Now even at the age of thirty two, I still couldn't go near like an eighteen year old. I would I would feel wrong about that. But at least they're. Able to drive, they're able to go out and buy their alcohol. They can go to clubs.
2: It's still, like, it's still really questionable,
1: though. It, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. I think we see more than anything. It's, it's what you say is it's people in a position of power abusing that power. It's not even like because, like I say, when at the end of the day, if somebody's sixteen, you can't touch them unless it's a Travis Banks case. Like the law can't do a single thing about it. But what have you done to this innocent sixteen-year-old before it? How are you? How are you speaking to her? What have you been implying? What What do you continue after them? What do, What are you currently doing to them? Because, like you say, is like a lot of people. It doesn't matter about age, but especially when you factor in age, see someone like don't get, like, look I'm going to use Tyler Bate as as an example, right? Because I think he's a good-looking guy. I' would be try to tell me if Tyler Bate doesn't go up to like some star struck sixteen year old uh, or fifteen year old wrestling fan and you know suddenly he or she might be you know be like oh I don't care Tyler Bates showing an interest in me that it doesn't matter like you know I'm just gonna throw myself at him or whatever. So what are these people doing to these innocent kids? I think like for me, I think that it's up and down the UK, and obviously some cases in America as well. But we're looking at about six or seven people in ICW, and that's just the people that have come out and like mm-hmm. people who have done stuff like this. Isn't we don't know what the hell goes on backstage.
2: There's been rumours that people have been talked down out of making statements, and Veronica Lestrange the sort of interviewer. One of the interviews backstage, she said she was going to make a statement. She just wasn't ready. And that mm-hmm. was on Friday night. She still hasn't. I checked that earlier on the day. She's, still not, she's been very quiet as well. And, like, there's something... Something stinks uh, at ICW with all this. Just the the, the silence. Killian um, dane has been implicated. Not implicated. How is he? Not implicated, but... Um, he was training a lot of the people that are had fingers pointed at them and apparently he just turned a blind eye.
1: Right. So like I say, I think and you see people say some stupid shit on because Twitter Twitter's full of like ninety nine percent of people on Twitter are idiots anyway. But you've got like people think like, so if Killian Dane was turning a blind eye to it, he's he he's at fault as well. Mm-hmm. Uh but if Kelly and Mark Dallas himself, you know, I'm jumping about because like, his allegations have been sent been put out. Dallas, but if those allegations come out, I would hold Dallas as equally responsible as every person that's committed these crimes. Because I'd be like, look, that's your shit, that's your <laughs> empire, and you're letting that stuff happen.
2: I know. So we've got, yes, we do. We've got Barry back. And uh, are you familiar with before this? Before this all went down, Barry. Are you familiar w- familiar with David Starr?
0: David Starr rings a bell. Um, remind
2: me. He's a guy who who was big in the independence and he wanted. He was always a uh, i Irish OTT wrestling and stuff like that. He was a big deal in the UK indie scene. And he was all about yes. fuck the system, and he was trying to unionise wrestling, really independent and all that stuff. But uh, Ricky wanted to hold off and talk about David Starr. So, if you got on, are you still there, Ricky?
1: Yo. Yep. Like, I, I only wanted—it's yes. not so much I want to go into detail about him, right? But fuck David Starr. Honestly, David Starr, the wrestler, phenomenal. David Starr versus Jordan Devlin from last year could well have been a match of the year, right? It was that damn fucking good. Mm. But the promo itself was just every bit as good as a, as, a, as a match, right? But in the promo, Jordan Devlin says, ask David Starr why he's so bitter and ask him why, how many WWE tryouts he's had. Right? So it stems from that shit, that this whole gimmick he, 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 he created was because no big company wanted him. But, and, that, and he turns out and says the reason why weird independence one I'm trying to save the indies as he liked to say, and, and unionise I think Rand says it, it was like it was perfect, it wasn't because you were upset about the fucking the big machine churning out millions and billions and billions of pounds and blah 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 it was the fact that you want to unionise and be as strong as you could so none of these allegations can see the light of day, on top of that the video that he put out you're a fucking scumbag I'm so happy he's been caught because <laughs> that guy is a fucking bellend.
2: <laughs> I, it, um, one of the one of exes had put up a video I'm trying to remember this one I can't really remember all of it but he put up basically, a video who,
1: basically 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 hooring her and her pals out saying oh well I want this off you you can suck me off and you can suck him off bring these people bring that and it's like mate you're just a wank. And seeing that video, mate, your beard is a fucking riot and your hair was a disaster.
0: I'm just <laughs> it out there.
2: And it's, it, it all fell apart. I mean, obviously it had fallen apart for him before that video, but this guy is all about we the people and all that stuff. And then he's talking about just basically getting all the slots for a wet lay. And then he calls one of his pals gay, drops the F-bomb, it's like, oh, you've just fucking made an absolute uh, mockery of your movement, your own movement. It's a shambles. See,
1: and, and you know what, like, see, half of these people, and I'm not saying this is any better, right, but these people are just so unintelligent that you can't even do it and say it around in your own group chat, for instance, like, you know, like, but instead you're going out and saying it to the entire fucking world, like, like, if you're going to, if you're going to be a dick, right, and you're going to be an absolute Whatever, at least do it in the privacy of your own home or in privacy around your pals, that you know you're going to get away with. But you're not even intelligent enough to be like, oh well, I'll 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 put out a certain image to the wider public, but behind the scenes, if people really know me, they just know I'm a piece of shit. But I can act like a piece of shit around them. You know what I mean. What do
2: you think? <laughs> Where do we go next? Because I know a lot of these. Do you mean places- like- Not us. We'll we'll move on to something shortly, but what what do you do with this? I mean, there seems to be levels of punishment with WWE. It's still a wee bit fishy.
1: Um, I will let Barry answer, but for me, I would say you find out what the truth is and and take it from there. And and the truth is something you might never, ever get. Which is
2: very disappointing.
1: It is, but then I think you need to look and say to yourself, "Well, I've got two options: I've either I'm loyal to my wrestler, or I look at some of the evidence that I do have. I look at some of these screenshots. I look at all these different accusations. I can, and at the end of the day, like at the end of the day, it's not going to be like a police investigation as such because you need like overwhelming evidence. Just look someone in the eye and be like." You didn't pass the eyeball test. Like there's something shifty about you. That I didn't quite trust, and you didn't quite tell me the full truth. You're gone. Like like the Enzo thing. Like I don't know if that. I can't remember if I ever like, proven or whatever. Right. But basically, it was because he lied to WWE about it all, and they were like, "Do you know what? Fuck off. Like, we're fed up with you anyway. You're gone." And and and, it, and he. Like I said, I can't remember if it, was, if, if it was just a case of there just wasn't enough evidence, but let's just say he definitely didn't do it. Well, WWE don't care because you lie continuously about it, so I think you just look, you look the man in the eye if you can't get a definitive conclusion and you just look at yourself and you make a decision saying that, no, you didn't quite pass the eyeball test.
2: Would you, Barry, would you fling the book at, for instance, Velveteen Dream? Because that's all just went very, very
0: quiet. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, if there's not enough evidence to do federal investigations, then there'll definitely need to be some sort of internal invest- investigation if there's enough evidence there, I would say. Uh, and then, obviously, yeah, if it's he's proven guilty, then get rid of him. It's, it's simple as that. It's, strip the titles, strip his career. He's, shouldn't be mentioned again if it's as serious as that, in my opinion. That's, it's what just- else can you do? I mean, WWE have got a, a great habit of just taking a name and forgetting all about them. She Roman Reigns for that matter for now. <laughs> and there's been several wrestlers in the past they've done it with, so there would have no second thoughts of doing it to the Dream. But, but yeah, I'd I would say if um the evidence is there and they're proven proven guilty. Get rid of them and uh strip them with the titles as well. So any titles these people have won
2: Getting
0: doesn't the exist. What, ah, what, it. the, what sh- the
2: title doesn't exist either? Just that's uh, never <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a bit harsh in the title, you know, but the title shouldn't be mentioned in the same sentence as these um pair, pair men.
2: Aye. <laughs> <laughs> WWE... The dream,
0: the dream one, the dream one's...
1: What like I say, that's now the second or third time in the last six, seven months. And, and it's gone... I don't want to say it's gone quiet because it's not like WWE came out and made individual statements about individual people. Mm-hmm. So... I say, we just kind of need to wait and see. Um, It'll be interesting. interesting. I think, like I say, a lot of people will stop watching, I think, or will will try to distance themselves from WWE or wrestling in general if nothing happens, if nothing gets done about it.
2: I think the independent scene's been hammered. It just so happens that it falls in a time when there's no live shows and stuff like that, but... I imagine quite a few will not make it past the coronavirus easing of restrictions.
0: What companies you mean? Aye. companies want to
2: see it. Speaking of the coronavirus, did you see this was just tweeted out not that long ago? Uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet has learned multiple pe- multiple people in WWE who have been at the performance center tested positive for COVID nineteen this week, including ring talent. <laughs> Oh, yep. Here we go.
0: So, here we go. No, I never seen that.
2: Actually, no. It's dreadful ah, news. Very new. <laughs> so, does anyone know how long it takes to test? I mean, to get the results after a test. Has any of you guys been tested?
0: Uh, normally, over here they said seventy-two hours. That's but, right. I, um, but two of our friends. Well, they're both ones NHS. Ones and the police, both of them were tested, so I that's right, 72 others. I'm sure it was,
1: yeah. But we're also normal people, so you would assume some of these big companies can get results back a hell of a lot quicker than we would get our results.
0: That's just I, I think footballers and that have been told. I think it seems to me as if they're told the then sort of lens or something, is that?
1: So, uh, it? So I could be like, so who knows? Um, but that I mean, it was always going to happen. I think that was always going to happen.
2: It's the fact that some of them, the, the the article hints at people got tested and then just went to do their match for the tapers. Right,
1: I saw that tweet and it was from that Tom Collar, who, or whatever you say his name is, and shout out to Rich, because Rich called, he was like, no, this fuck. And Rich didn't actually say this word for word, but he was like, this fucking idiot is just basically not understanding the article. And sorry, Rich, but I'm going to say, yeah, that fucking idiot didn't understand the article, right? <laughs> so... Rich worded it slightly, slightly more PG and, and nicer than that. This has nothing to do with so, your previous run-in <laughs> with
2: said um, journalist. Ah, oh, fucking clown journalist.
1: What a clown. <laughs> like you said, it was always going to happen. Like, you can put as much testing and be as precautious as you can possibly be, but the chances are that it was going to happen anyway. Like You know, mm. so... Like, uh, like I said, you can be as careful as you can be, but you know, you're, you're, it's like inevitable people within a company were going to get
0: it. It's just, <clears throat>
2: I mean, Florida and America in general, they they opened everything up far too quickly. And that madman, I mean, Trump, saying, I mean, uh, stop testing this.
1: Yes, <laughs> this is a fucking what? country, uh, this is a country led by an idiot that says, we're testing, testing so much, and that's why we're getting all these new cases. And so I'm telling them, slow down the testing. If we don't test as much, we won't get as many new cases. And you're like, what's wrong with right, him? Right, right, okay, okay. WWE, swollen ble- bleach at one point.
0: That might, I think, oh, drink might help it. Fucking
1: idiot. Absolute
2: no. idiot. WWE Hall of Famer Donny Trump, there, ladies and gents.
1: Yeah, it was always so. A happy I think. Uh, did you watch? Did you see the Sammy Guevara uh, YouTube video? I think it was a couple of minutes long, when he was apologising to Sasha.
2: I did not know. No.
1: See, I think AEW. I think they handled that pretty perfectly. I think.
0: Um, I think.
1: I think what the way he what he said was horrific as well. Oh, yeah, like, I don't give a shit, like what age you are, right? You can't be a twenty. Like so you can't be twenty-two year old in the class a kid, but yet these sixteen-year-olds are not kids and they're lying, etc. Right? But but I'm going to turn around and see what he said about Sasha, right? But I think the big thing is that, that Sasha we spoke to each other privately and done it publicly for like because a lot of people need to see that. Um, that she forgives him, and uh, you know, if the person has been, if the person has been wronged, if they can, conv- can forgive the person that's done it, then we should be able to. that is I think it's what's important now is that well, are you changing? Are you now still going to be like a oh, piece of shit, or are you going to learn from it? Because I think at the end of the day, like a lot of people out there do deserve a second chance. So, actually, suspended without paying the pay that he, his, his pay was going to go to like I think to some sort of charity. So, yeah, I think do- I think that was well handled because I think if he didn't come out and come and denied it or was saying, oh, you know, I'm just a young kid, it is what it is, then it should be done differently. But it seemed genuine, the apology. Mm.
2: I've not seen the video, but I did see that he was suspended indefinitely and all money will be going to a, a women's <coughs> shelter, I believe, something like that. So in terms of a sort of public PR thing, they are they did handle it and I, th- I would say maybe better than WWE because it's just, there's no sort of consistency with what WWE are doing
1: but I think, right, and this is where I don't want to look like, I'm just defending WWE right, but outside of now, we don't, but obviously there's certain individuals that fall under the bracket, Travis Banks has been yet released, so neither has Legero. So I think those two are probably the only two so far that have committed. Says, "Yeah, I did do it." But fall under the WWE bracket, but to the rest of them, you just can't do it. Nice shit. Like Sammy Guevara just could not deny what he said because it was him. So I don't know. Like I think like I said, you just need to kind of wait and see how it plays out because just right now a lot of it is just accusations.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a mess. It's a shambles. Just dogs that, it, so. so we'll try and get, sort of perk up a bit because that was some grim chat there for a while. Uh, have you gentlemen caught up with the all five episodes of the Last Ride docuseries on the award-winning WWE yep, yes. Network? Just yeah. watched the last one last
0: night actually, yep.
2: The big man's away.
0: For the twentieth time or something. Fine, <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah. Aye, because
1: yeah, like, he said himself, like the match after Roman, he was like, "I took my hat and got up," and he was like, "That was it," and he was like, "That genuinely was it." So and then he came back, and now I know what they're saying. It's like, right, well, I went out in a high note, good note, I've done well. But now it's like I've got no desire to wrestle again. But it's kind of been like that the entire time. Like you might have a <laughs> shit match. Be like, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. And now, even himself, he's like, "Well, the last match was pretty decent. Maybe I've got a couple more." I think he
0: probably is done. I don't really know.
2: I think he is. I think he, he is probably
0: is done for the in ring, but the style of match he had against, ironically, like AJ Styles, uh, with the pre-recorded and stuff. I think he might go down that route for a few other matches. Um, but I mean, who would even get away with doing some Sting, maybe? But. Is he going to be tempted out for that kind of match? Maybe actually because it's done a kind of film style thing. They can't really wrestle much in ring anymore. But um, other than that, I it could be, could be the ending. But I just like the way it was done the whole thing because the first few episodes you thought, oh, this is this guy telling you he doesn't know himself when he's going to retire. And then all of a sudden, it as if he took a knock to the head in the last couple of episodes, and it was just like, <laughs> this is it. I've, I've got no desire now. I'm just, I'm finishing up here, but. No, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was the best piece of TV I've seen in a while, actually.
1: <laughs> what, what I liked about it was it was like it was cool, it was obviously filmed over a good few years,
0: uh-huh.
1: which uh-huh. was actually kind of pretty cool. Um, and I think, like I say, the best thing about it, and we spoke about it last week, why was it? Um, he spoke about it in episode four, like when he was walking away with AJ saying that's a guy I would love to work with, like, you know, and uh, that right. was, like, a year before the match took place, and I was like, mm-hmm. that's actually pretty fucking cool, like, uh-huh. you know, that's, he says that, and then a year later, that they are be
0: working together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I quite like the stuff nostalgic bits as well, they're picking up something things from the 90s and that as well, they'd obviously film mm-hmm. back then you'd never seen before, I like stuff like that, like, shows you there's a lot of, probably, WWE content you've never ever seen before, that you've... Eventually get released, you know, sort of, backstage uh-huh. stuff. I like all that sort of stuff.
2: <laughs> sure, quite a lot of stuff backstage from the Saudi shows, which we've not really seen, um, mm-hmm.
0: carrying on with and the no, And a, a number of wrestling yes. yep. Mm-hmm. A lot of the guerrilla positions as well that you've never seen before. That, that was good, to never seen the bits. It was, it was a
2: totally, it, we got it with the, I <clears> actually, <throat> when I, my column drops tomorrow on wrestlingheadlines.com I've actually done a piece on Undertaker's retirement so please head over to wrestlingheadlines.com tomorrow for my latest article, thank you Um, (laughs) but I'm too busy putting myself over that I forgot what I was talking about what was just said there The
0: Undertaker Uh, the whole uh, how it was done sort of Backstage stuff and I The fact that
2: you're right, like it's as if he just took a knock in the head because the mm-hmm. probably the Goldberg, but because that seemed to really shake him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see.
0: <laughs> Aye, that's that. No, I thought that exactly
2: like Mark, a disaster. It. I mean, see when you look back and Taker explains it, and you're actually thinking, do you know? I know Goldberg have got a lot of fucking blame for that but it was just a smashed head off the pillar like that's an inch and he would have been fine and Mm -hmm. Taker doesn't blame him for it it was just a disaster the fucking DX match was a disaster though, that one where Kane's wig came off Uh, and Shawn Michaels looked like a guy that was in a cuckoo's nest like a a mess of a man
1: See, that match was was just shit like really really shit the Goldberg Taker match I would watch again because it was just a train wreck <laughs> but I think there were two different types of like just shockingly bad matches one was just terrible another one you're like I'm
0: watching that just because it is so shockingly bad I think there's Triple H uh, Michael's one tag team one when Triple H got injured remember uh, quite early on mm-hmm. I was quite surprised Michael's managed to last the pace in it. I thought he's maybe getting a match on him. Actually, I remember thinking that myself. And then when I seen it in the documentary again, I thought I felt embarrassed for the phone to be honest with you, but <laughs> I didn't realise how actual bad it was. But um,
2: the mayor, the mayor kind of, of a county. He's
0: right,
1: he's
2: like, oh. the mayor. One of uh, uh,
0: those ones you will probably to go back and watch it again.
2: I know. Mm-hmm. The mayor of a county got his wig taken off <laughs> mid-match.
0: <laughs> I forgot about that. I know. That's right. <laughs> to undertake, I, I mentioned it. That's shocking <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then Undertaker, see the bit at the end where Undertaker blamed Kane? So that it was all his fault?
0: <laughs> when they get backstage?
2: Aye. <sighs> He's quite a funny man. Mm-hmm. My favourite bit was when they were doing a promo with Kane and Undertaker said, Well, we've got three words for you, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, that was a promo for that match as well,
2: no? Will you miss him? or is, is, is now the right time because he was saying a lot he said it on the Steve Austin show as well uh, it's up to him when he decides to finish up but there's there's only so much he can do there's not so many left he's went out on a high in a limited sort of actively limited match but it was still a sort of really good memorable one there's not much else he can do and as he said um, there's Covid, there's Kobe Bryant death shook him and obviously that revelation that his brother had died the day before filming. That's right. It's like fuck's sake man and he's walking about a graveyard doing all this stuff so it was the outside world rather than the professional wrestling world that told him it's time for you to give it up but I think it is time and he He's, put, he's got his Twitter now and he put up a message saying thank you and all that stuff so maybe this is, I mean I would happily, I think he can come back and do a promo now and again or a wee, a wee troke slam to Sunday on a homecoming episode and all that shit but in terms of build for matches for something like that just leave him be, let him go and fish and, and pray <laughs> mm-hmm. let, let, him be, let
1: him be that kind of special non-wrestling role where he's like a special attraction Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Um, one of probably alongside Bret Hart, my two all-time favourites. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. going to miss him. Um, but yeah, the time for him to retire, like I say, was a good few years ago. And I know, like at the end of the day, like we got we got the good AJ match out of it. Um, you know, so yeah. But as it it's the right time for him to go, but it will be missed. I see I've always,
0: always loved Taylor.
2: Why? Right.
0: I think it's. So everyone's at the time you wanted him to stay as long as possible, but it's kind of gets selfish and end up from your point of view that it was just you wanted to see another match, another match. But when he looks back on it, the last sort of, five years, he's wrestling career, I'd be probably embarrassed by because <laughs> apart from the AJ match and the I actually didn't mind the Bray Wyatt match. For honest with uh, the one after they lost the streak, but it was all right. Um, but the best he looked. Was actually the Extreme Rules that tag match mm-hmm. when he teamed up with Roman to fight Drew and Shane. Um, and we got that
1: epic, we got that epic Drew moment as well when he's, ah, he saw I him rise up behind Taker.
0: That's right. But no, it was definitely the eight times. Um, and in a few years, when he looks back in his career, I think the last few years he's probably wished. Actually, he did say at one point he wished he retired at the same time as Sean Michaels, didn't he? So, aye, that
2: scene up. Yeah, they that in the documentary at one point. Uh huh. The the John Cena program sickened me to my very my very core. Hated everything about that. What was that? One we where John Cena. Well, the story. Right.
1: And a, it's I quite program about him. Now. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, though. No. Cena hasn't taken any bumps. Like he took a couple against Bray Wyatt and took a few against Taker, so he's not. She has never wrestled another full fledged match again. Um... And no matter see, no matter what you want to say, like we got some awesome Cena promos building up to the take their match, and obviously we saw is... the epic sprint up the ramp from Cena. Oh, f- um, oh, so weirdly, <laughs> I don't. I don't really care. You know, I don't care what anyone says. Like, see the moment where you got Cena and, and Taker inside the ring at WrestleMania facing off each other. You're like, oh, like I know, I know it wasn't a match as per se. It was a squash, but it was just like that moment alone. You're like. Oh fuck, this is a big time this is a big it's had like a big fight feel to it in my mind. Now obviously it didn't work out that way, but like I love those moments like sometimes even more so than the actual fight itself. But, like you know, I remember Mayweather Pacquiao how the camera panned out and you just saw them tuning in, the ring, and you saw the sign, you were like, Oh my god, I this is happening now kind of thing. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. But I know Barry mentioned something's in there and I'm going to talk about it if you don't mind. Go for it. My it. <laughs> favorite wrestler of the last, my favorite wrestler of the last decade, is who? Bray Wyatt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's fucking bomb! Wow, see that promo. I'm like, uh, I've watched that like a like a two dozen times already this week. I I just fucking love Bray. You know what the problem is? Braun's going to beat Bray. And then at SummerSlam or whatever it might be we're going to get Braun versus a Fiend because The Fiend is going to be quote unquote the big boss mm-hmm. oh, I wish it was the other way around though, I wish it was Bray Wyatt who was the class of the big boss I absolutely nah, love Bray mm-hmm. don't care what anyone says, go back and watch Bray's promos at NXT when he first came up to the quote unquote main roster, he was cutting promos like you've not seen in years and you were like this is Tremendous
2: I'd quite like it if Bray just stayed As Bray
1: So would I don't uh, like, I, like, I, love, I love the Fiend stuff but I want Bray, cult leader Bray back
2: The uh, The Fiend stuff Was shocking at the start It was all sort of new But it got old quickly for me
1: Well uh, I think, I think we, say, Is we said it best We said the best didn't we when he first took on Seth Rollins but how do you like? Yeah. Remember when we said it was like you got it all wrong. Like the opening scene of every single film is the killer
0: killing someone. It's not the killer being like dismantled. The fiend character, so Undertaker, it's very limited to what happened in the ring. Um <clears throat> And then it's just you get like the Seth Rollins one. I was like, how does he get beat here? Seriously, how's he ever going to get beat? So. It's cool club it's weird to say, I don't know oh, Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm not bored of the, the Fiend story but it's just limited to what can happen with it so uh, it took me by surprise, and I'm very happy about it though when he came back as Ray Wyatt basically So, um, but I think and
1: I say I says it at the time I think the problem with the Fiend character right, was was he had to be booked like like so dominantly mm-hmm. and that itself is a problem but that went out the fucking window the moment you had Oldberg beat him um, <laughs> so and then obviously you get the Braun uh, where you know ah Braun beat obviously normal Bray or whatever but like I said there's, there's an ongoing theme here um, but I said but I want cult leader Bray white back so badly as soon as this podcast is finished I'm going to, I'm going to put that promo back on again um, there's just it's something happening.
0: about I, I just I've not seen it yet
2: you just spoiling. like
0: like, no, I know about that, but. So, but... What are you <laughs> drinking?
2: Are you drinking Pepto-Bismol or something?
0: No, I'm not saying It looks like... That's uh, Summer Fruits. Aye, Robinsons. Mm.
2: Summer Fruits, what's the rest of it then?
0: <laughs> uh, vodka. <laughs> <laughs>
2: summer Fruits, summer <laughs> vodka.
1: <laughs> but I think, I think with the Bray thing is that, like, I'm not talking about his in-ring ability, because his in-ring ability is like, okay... You know, it's fine. It's not great. It's just, okay. It was always a character, and I, I've always, always been the opposite. As like, give me great wrestler over the great character, but Bray was just different. Oh,
0: the white that was going to it was brilliant. Ah, phenomenal. That's I just like the first I had with the shoe match.
1: Yeah? <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. I remember that first like face off and fight they had. I remember it was um, Ambrose and Rollins and the ring with Harper and Rowan. Um, and then uh, Roman was grabbing hold of Bray Wyatt saying get them off, get rid of them and then Bray on go bang and it just all hell broke loose that was amazing Was that in sh- last that long, match, as long as it no, th- still. I, that triple threat match I think was that in Chicago or what to say Who was that the, what,
0: the, Shield Shield
1: and, in, the Shield and Wyatt family because nothing even fucking happened in the match like, they were all, all standing in a rock chanting
0: already. That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like,
0: that was when CM Punk was on his height, remember when they thought he was going to appear that night and then they had to keep the fans happy with the Shield White. that was the first time in their floor, actually, that's right. It happened again a few times after that, wasn't it?
2: Right. So, Barry, I know I'm pestering you with questions. and you
0: No, yes. What
2: happened? Um... How, how's your pubic region doing these days?
0: <laughs> hey, it's a, a touchy subject. I actually got my hands on it now, so let like... <laughs> oh Is it is it
2: well is it well camped, well tidy,
1: well trimmed? Anyway,
2: and uh, I d- can
1: I go on? T- tell them about this new product we've got.
2: Well, that's the thing. <laughs> Have you heard of manscaped at all?
0: I've heard of what?
2: Manscaped. No. Well, no. Manscaped, Barry, they have redesigned the electric trimmer. The The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released a new and improved More of Lawns 3.0. Oh! you vo- like, can tell you if you up alright right.
0: Uh, rehearsing that, Brian, you definitely didn't look as if you are reading
2: that off. something. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's just it's just coming off the top of my head that their third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents, and millions of ball, millions of pairs of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. Basically, when you're looking after yourself downstairs, a bit of manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. You'll be glad to know.
0: That's good. I bet you took a lot of balls to review
2: that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. so.
0: What can you
2: offer me? Well, I can offer you the fact that the water-resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower.
0: Oh, I that's nothing. I can tell you as well that oh. one of the
2: the coolest features, if you feel like having a shower in the dark, is that the LED light illuminates the grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a seven thousand revs per minute motor with a don't laugh now, quiet stroke technology and let's not forget about the charging stand, show you're more off loud and proud, like, you know, show your pals or your friends and your mum and dad uh, so off loud and- <laughs> because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB if you're listening to me speak right now I want you to experience it first hand for yourself trim those balls of yours get your bollocks out and trim them and if you want to get twenty percent off and free shipping, go to manscaped dot com and use this, the code in the checkout area suplex s u p L E X Caps Lock at manscaped dot com for twenty percent off and free shipping. Your balls will thank you. They'll actually sort of <laughs> say thank you, Barry.
0: <laughs> ah it sounds very interesting. Have you got one yourself?
2: It's on its it's been shipped as we speak.
0: How, how much the product if
2: you just go to manscaped.com you can find it.
0: The- <laughs> <laughs> Nine <999. laughs> I'll have a look because it's something I've been uh, looking for for a, a while to be honest with you I've, I've been using my beard trimmer so what I do I normally shave the hormones first and then I shave <laughs> my beard after it on you know, my face so <laughs> 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 no, but that's, a, that's a game changer the fact you can do it in the shower
2: in That's the shower weird. and in the dark, because we all like a, a dark shower. No I So, are you gentlemen ready for a wee quiz?
1: Aye, absolutely, Yes. Thankfully someone
2: remembered the quiz. It's fucking quiz time, with Ricky and Clive and friends. A fucking WWE quiz. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, since we've been talking about the undertaker, I've got a wee surprise for you and I put next to no effort into this at all. Shit, I've just done something to my Google Doc. <laughs> uh, it should come as no surprise that once again I have stolen some content from the um shit cul- uh, sorry, what culture website? and basically we're going to do a wee how well do you know The Undertaker quiz alright so I will offer you ten questions I'm guessing right Ricky what's your buzzer
1: I spit in the faces of people who don't want to be cool
2: and Barry Uh,
0: it's been that long (laughs) (laughs) is
1: it not was it not it's me it's me it's DDP <laughs> oh aye BAZ or something
2: like aye, it? aye. <laughs> <PAZ>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh. word right so I've stolen this from culture I'm not going to lie number one eh uh, if you don't if you don't get these correct, if you both pass, I'll give you multiple choice, okay? Number one, the Undertaker Survivor Series debut took... you? Oh, I lost you
0: completely. I that. Can you hear me? <laughs> as soon as you started the question. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear me now? Still can't.
2: You must be at it, surely. Well, folks, that's been the Rick and Clive Wrestling Show on the Social Suplex oh, Podcast. Ah. <laughs> can you both hear me now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you yeah. like how do you like me now? Right. Undertaker's Survivor Series debut took place on which date? November seventeenth, November twentieth, November twenty second, or November twenty seventh? I know I shouldn't have done the multiple choice straight away, but I did. Sorry. <laughs> Give us the options again. November twenty
1: seventh,
2: twenty second, twentieth, and seventeenth.
0: Uh. It's me, it's me, it's i yeah, I'm going to figure this out right
1: in my head Alright Well Well you got nobody I didn't, I didn't buzz in It was you go,
0: Oh sorry Go, um, go B-E-Z November 20th Incorrect All right. I can remember it appeared in the last episode there So I thought oh, It came down out of the box It told you the date sure
1: it was 22nd
2: correct well done well done one point to Ricky
0: is how gonna, are you figuring that out anyway
2: because I did this quiz earlier and I've got the answers here
0: no I'm, I was um, talk to Ricky there. Rick. Uh, I looked at
1: my calendar and for I was going to try and date track back like over 20 years <laughs> but I just looked at the the days I looked at the dates on the Sunday and the only date that they said was the 22nd now that doesn't mean anything but I just chanced it
0: (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) for anyone familiar with Countdown you need to get Ricky on the the numbers sums bit because this guy's got this guy's mental arithmetic is better than anything you can do basically (laughs) Uh, Number two, what was The Undertaker initially billed as?
0: Sorry, what was he?
2: What was The Undertaker initially billed as? What was his original Uh, name?
0: Okay. Okay. Um, It's me, it's me, it's B-A-Z. Was it not Undertaker
1: Kane? (laughs) Maybe you could kind of... Something like that, so it was...
2: Mm -hmm. I'll give you one more shot at it, Barry.
0: What now? Aye, because was it just kidding? Oh. <laughs> I'll give you two more shots. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, well, no, because I thought I generally thought that that was it. So that's my bad.
2: I'm going to give you half a point. How's that?
0: Oh, that might help for this never know it could
2: come to hand at the end of the quiz it could Uh, the answer is Kane the Undertaker
0: oh Jesus fair enough I know it didn't sound right when I said that anyway so that's how I I thought it was Kane just Kane
2: then the next uh, so it's one to half points Uh, the next question is worth one and a half points (laughs) Uh, no it's not it's just worth half a point Uh, no (laughs) oh (laughs) shit <laughs> one point who was the Undertaker's first manager
1: I spit in the faces of people who they want to call. Cool. Richard is it Bruce Richard oh
2: I need to be very specific
1: <coughs> Oh, I need, to, I need to say his actual name at the time
2: aye I...
1: alright oh, ok Um I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Um, it was brother love.
2: Right, so that's, uh, I'm going to have to do a half point here. I'm being, I'm being as fair and as harsh as I possibly can. Uh, now, this is for the, the In Your House fans in the in the room. Shout out to Jean-Pierre Lafitte, everybody.
1: I know he'd
2: uh, so it's uh, two one and a half points to a half point to vary. I'm going to lose score very quickly here at which event did The Undertaker finally regain the remnants of the urn oh, oh. All right.
1: Is mm. I spit in my face of people who don't want to be cool. Ricardo. Do you need sorry? On you go. Do you do you need the name of the pay per view? Aye. <laughs> so like, you that know how went in your... <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know how it went in your house one Aye, two, the... but Aye. it was fourteen.
2: Right, okay. Let me double check what that In one what... is.
1: Is it a Revenge of Taker?
2: In your house. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake, Google. No, it wasn't that one.
0: It's me, it's me, it's B-A-Z B-A-Z I don't know if it's the right number but actually, funnily enough, you said 14 I was thinking 15, but was the name of it cold Day in Hell by any chance?
2: It was not that one either No So do you want some uh, multiple choice?
1: No, why not Mm
2: -hmm. Right, okay, give me a wee moment here I've made an asset as well because the other multiple choice ones aren't in your house, so I need to think you oh, a few more. Right.
0: Just finding a couple of random ones.
2: I know, I'm trying to remember them.
0: Right. In your house one, in your house two, all the actual ones.
2: <laughs> right, so, the four, the four options. In your house, international incident. In your house, mind games. In your house, seasons beatings. And in your house, rage in the cage.
1: I spit in the face of people who don't want to cool. Rage in the
0: cage. Incorrect. B A Z. Oh, it's me. It's me. It's B A Z. Yeah. Um I forgot the name of the face. Mind game. Sorry.
2: It was wrong again. It was in no. your in your house seasons beatings.
0: I've never even heard that one. What one's that?
2: That's the one that featured a, a grisly encounter between Bret Hart and British Bulldog. Mm. What was it called? Seasons Beatings. Seasons Beatings. A December number. I don't remember what
0: it was called that at all, but is that the one that sort of, uh, Bret and Bulldog in the main event, I. Mm hmm.
2: Alright, I don't know what it's called at right, um, what question are we on? <laughs> Five?
0: <laughs>
2: I've only got, a, I've only got a half point I'm sure and you've got
0: one and a half Ricky yes
2: um, yep right, we're going to That's say this following. is there was two incorrect I think I don't know what's well, going on anymore I've lost I've lost the will right, next question out of the five buried alive matches how many has Taker won <laughs> God, you just claim to be Undertaker fans and you just fucking can't remember a thing.
0: I know, but I'm no, going honest. I don't know if he's actually. I'm actually quite sure I, I've I'm, never I'm going back on it, I think, actually, it is me, it's me, it's B, um E. <laughs> actually none. Incorrect. I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. One. Nick?
2: <laughs> oh, also incorrect. <laughs> Is
0: it aye? Uh-huh. They lost to Kane. They lost to Vince. They lost to mankind. Did
1: they home, not baby? have one with it. Aye. So I spent a face people don't want to cool? two.
2: Aye. That's <laughs> 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 you up to two and a half. One of them was a tag match, was it not?
0: Oh, the Rock one
2: where Steve the big show fucking launched Mankind like a, a wet console. Oh, that was a
0: smackdown or something,
2: wasn't it? I know. Number six. Who did he defeat to win his... Who did he John pierre Lafitte defeat <laughs> to win his second WWE Championship?
0: It's me, it's me, it's BSE.
2: Barry. Sid. Big psycho Sid himself, aye. We're at two and a half to one and a half now. Let me see... Oh. Sorry. Now, I'm going to leave that one out because it's wrong. True or false? True or false? The Boneyard matches take as long Fucking
1: as. Fucking re- what
2: culture, here? I know, I'll tell you one in a minute. <laughs> Say that again,
1: sorry.
2: The Boneyard matches take as long as WrestleMania, about? True or false?
1: I spit in the face it, don't Be cool.
2: Ricky?
0: False.
2: Correct. Three and a half points. So the question
0: oh, is Sean
2: Michael's ones
1: one aye. See, I think one of the triple H's went for about fucking two hours.
2: Uh, and <laughs> the the Edge Hell in a Cell went on for a five weeks as well. So the question <laughs> was the how many Edge and Undertaker? No, I mean I it, What <laughs>
0: They never did at a Mania, they fought
2: at a SummerSlam. Aye, a SummerSlam, aye. What's wrong with this question? How many consecutive WrestleManias did he compete at before his absence on the card in 2019? Oh, that's right, just ignore me. I'm an arsehole.
1: Before his absence on
2: the card? Aye, so they took into account that he'd actually not been uh, at WrestleMania 2000. Just ignore me, okay? I made an answer,
0: what was that so what did you say was it wrestling WrestleMania 2000
2: aye it's just let's move on it's Thursday already so let's move on
0: <laughs> so are I getting that question
2: no you're not getting it you're not allowed number 7
0: <laughs> it was 14 I think, anyway I'll answer
2: uh, here's a great question Multiple choice: At which event did Undertaker have a consecutive string of losses between 2002 and 2008? SummerSlam, Unforgiven, No Mercy, or Backlash? A fucking random question. Six years, six years mm-hmm. no. I spit in the face
1: of who don't be cool. Uh, backlash.
2: Incorrect. The tension mounts. One
0: of I know, it's... It's no SummerSlam, because we won. We beat Batista in a hell on a cell, and that was about 2,000, What was the other options?
2: <laughs> SummerSlam, Unforgiven, No Mercy, or Backlash? Uh,
0: it's me, it's me, it's B-A-Z. Barry? I'm going to say No Mercy, because i remember it would be off Lesnar on a cell.
2: So. One of the... Grizzliest matches I've ever seen in a WWE ring. The 2002 No Mercy Hell in a Cell match. Undertaker <laughs> was so red, I thought I was looking at one of the weird photographs when you get the red eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like my eyes
2: it? I, I know. It's not as bad
0: actually.
2: Yes, correct. It's no. two and a half to three and a half now. You're catching up. We're in question number eight. Let me see. Let me see. I'm just going through because there was 30 questions and it's a ridiculous amount of questions. So, pardon me. Bless you. Thank you. That'll never be edited. The brothers of destruction officially, officially united in 2001 to take down which unstoppable team? Uh, It's me. It's me. It's BAE.
0: alright Was it? Stone Cold and Triple H.
2: That's what I picked, but I was wrong, apparently.
1: Singles. I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Ricky. What year did you say? Oh, one. <coughs> <coughs> so Rocky was going be my guess. <coughs> so that was... <laughs> but I'm going to go DDP and Canyon. <laughs>
2: Absolutely not. See when, they, <laughs> see, when
0: they said 2001 Invasion, I thought they too. but they said Unstoppable Team, and I thought, nah. Oh, did you say Invasion? No, they said 2001. That was Invasion time. Oh, that was right. a year. But when they said Unstoppable Team, I was thinking, nah, that was not Um I spit in the face of your people, don't
1: be cool? Yep. The, du- the Dudleys?
2: Nope. I'm going to give you one more clue, right, and see if you remember this. In 2001, there was an episode of Smackdown that was an extreme episode. Uh, And they had a first blood match against these two. Undertaker (gasps) won it by smashing the chair over one of these people's heads. Hmm.
0: 2001, g I
2: remember it vividly because on the same night, Bubba Ray Dudley, Bubba Balm, Jeff Hardy off the bloody stage through a stack of tables.
0: Was it during the invasion
2: this? Um, it was spring, summer of one On Smackdown?
1: I'll
2: give you a clue. The name has been mentioned by someone when they've been deliberating. One of the people's names has been mentioned.
0: What, oh, in this quiz so far?
2: In this question.
0: All oh, right. so it's obviously somebody... It is somebody from Invasion in boots said? No. Oh. Oh, wait there. I spin
1: his face up. <laughs> bit. Oh,
2: Ricky.
1: Ricky, she was one of them. And? All oh, right. right.
2: Keep going. And? Haku. Oh. Four and a half to two and a half now. Is that correct?
0: I was. I wasn't sure. I was going to guess in the rest of thing.
2: Two questions left. Um. How many times has the Undertaker pinned Brock Lesnar? You're
0: going again,
2: Brian, I can't hear you. Well, I sign language it. i <laughs> I'm just going to sing a song until you hear me again La 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 la, la.
0: Did you hear him much? No. no Oh
2: you're kidding <coughs> me on gents Come on This is picking me up perfectly mm. Nothing I can't even be bothered Wait, cutting he's this out it has
0: gone He's gone For
2: now, I do Hey, I'm just going to kid on. These guys are kidding on. They can't hear me, uh, and I'll do the plugs just now hey, until he's, they... back. Uh, he's back now. Aye. Aye, smirks Put the smocks away. Uh, how many times has Undertaker pinned Brock Lesnar? And there are two decades worth of collisions. <laughs> it's me. It's me.
0: It's
2: BAE. Bye. None correct answer oh four and a half to three and a half
0: that's what I was going to say because he, he choked S- them out aye that's, fun, aye, that's right
2: oh. uh, and the last question instead of me doing a uh, what do you call it instead of me doing ah, instead of doing a tiebreaker I'm going to make no I will do a tiebreaker if it comes to it so it's four and a half to three and a half possibly last question of the night which title has The Undertaker not held out of these four, Hardcore Intercontinental, WCW Tag Team, WWE Undisputed
0: It's me, it's me, it's Oh, Barry Intercontinental Correct,
2: and we're at a tiebreaker here 4.5 points in the Palladium of Life The tiebreaker question could after a shock comeback to the roster after several years, could Barry become <laughs> in pole position for championship material? At the end of which pay per view did Undertaker say, Where to, Stephanie?
0: Ooh.
2: So I'm guessing you're both familiar with the event.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I thought it was a erotic but honestly if I'm brutally honest so <laughs> no I'm not familiar so <laughs> okay. picture, I think I can picture it if it everything but
1: same I f- uh, spit in the faces of people who'd don't want to be cool
2: uh, do you because you don't sound <laughs> too sure
1: sunscreen? of it <laughs> I'm not sure at all um no it's not the one I had in mind right screw it, going to go for it is it Backlash
0: 99 it is oh. <laughs> brilliant
2: well done, thanks, goodbye everyone see you later <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was going to guess some Valentine's Day Massacre actually which was also 99 I don't think it was that far away for that either uh, I that anyway. was the night he
1: had uh, Ken Shamrock and was it not Mankind and Show
0: in a boiler room brawl what the Backlash I think it was was that after the Rock Austin at Mania was it Aye, Backlash Rock, after
2: that the Rock and Austin the best Rock and Austin match the one at Backlash 99 and I swear I'd swear buy that today. Well, no,
0: the one he screwed the world and went with his was probably the best
2: one they had. It was very good, Nine, it was. 19. Or oh, 17, sorry,
0: 17.
2: The bit where Shane McMahon was counting for Austin, 1-2, and then the double middle fingers right in his face. like You can't you can't teach that. <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network where you can get other shows such as Keeping It Strong Style, One Nation Radio Grown Men Watch This Shit, All Things Elite and When They Return No, Grown Men Watch This Shit, When They Return Get In The Ring and All Things Elite um, You can go to the podcast app of your choice give us a nice five star review get all those algorithms going and get us claiming up the charts so we can reach more faces and ears and eyes and noses um, there's information in the show notes for how you can donate to the show if you want to give us a wee bit of pocket money to pay for better equipment because my microphone stand has been held together by magic apparently uh, or you can go to manscapes.com the the pioneers of ball trimming so, SUPLEX is your promo code that you put in there I'm looking forward to Barry buying one of them shortly Um socialsuplex.com, you can also subscribe to get the podcast sent directly to your email inbox as well as read columns there, speaking of columns my brand extension column on wrestlingheadlines.com formerly known as Lords of Pain will be released tomorrow at some point as in Thursday all about The Undertaker Um, there is a Facebook group called the Wrestling Squared Circle, you can go in there and chat with us as a community a wholesome bunch, we are at Ricky and Clive on Twitter Ricky, if I missed anything
1: yeah, no, I mean, you could ask Barry to pass out his details. And Yes, so that that's,
2: I, I was coming to that next if you're wanting a following, Barry.
0: Aye, <laughs> eh, uh, damn it. Uh, where's my Twitter again? <laughs> I'm sure it's BazD at BazD86. At BazD86. At BazD86, yeah. Uh, but I'd just like to say, uh, to add to that about the... The Manscaped is a website you mentioned, uh, Brian.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, can I just say I can recommend it straight away as sounds the product was that good. I've already ordered it and it's already arrived, as you can see. <laughs> so very fast, lovely. <laughs> and I'm just trying to go to town with it shortly. <laughs> <laughs> I, at Bazd 86, I'm sure it's as simple as that. I could probably just confirm it just now for you. <clears throat> uh, as I just checked, yeah, it is I thought it was underscore or something. That's, that was my doubt there. But no, it's at Bazd86. Follow me, I'll follow you.
1: Follow, follow.
0: follow. <laughs> 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 Mate, thanks for listening,
2: ladies and gentlemen. Good night and God bless. Take care, folks.
1: Take Don't break files. Stay safe.
0: <laughs> Stay home.
2: Fuck David Starr. Fuck Joey Ryan. Fuck Jordan. Oh, I could be here on night. <laughs> fuck them all. Fuck wrestling. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next time.